Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Trish Riley. Trish Riley is the founding director of Cinema Verde, an environmental film festival that is in its 13th year and has now become a streaming platform offering an eye-opening journey through the insightful and captivating works of award-winning and independent environmental filmmakers. Trish looks back on more than two decades of environmental journalism. Her work has been published in major newspapers, national and international magazines, and custom publications. She is the author of several books focused on greening your business, green living, and green travel. Riley is a member of the Society of Environmental Journalists. She is committed to helping to create a more sustainable world by educating the public about environmental concerns and showcasing sustainable businesses and organizations working to solve these issues. Well, good afternoon, Trish. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Brian. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Absolutely. This is a phenomenal. And I don't get to always talk to someone that's, you know, in that film or show business, so to speak. I spent a little bit of time in Hollywood many, many years ago, you know, doing that, the auditions, but it's always great to talk to someone that's involved in film. So I appreciate your time jumping on and sharing your story with our global audience. So Trish, we're going to jump right into these questions here. We want to talk a little bit about you, your career in journalism as an author, a publisher, and now you're the founding director of Cinema Verde. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Oh, uh, that's such a great question, really, because um, I was never driven by money like most people are, it seems. And I just didn't think so much about that. I really, my goal was to find ways to help children, animals, and the planet. That was like walking out the door. That was the beginning. And as time evolved, of course, I wanted to be a writer always. And so I would always look for ways that I could use that talent and skill to try to highlight situations to improve life for everyone, basically. And that ended up being, you know, I, I ended up in Florida where there are many very serious environmental problems. And so I had great opportunities to learn about those things, living down on the edge of the Everglades, which is like a unique place in the world, and uh, which is under huge environmental threat. And writing for the newspapers gave me an opportunity to learn how to get that message across. And that just kind of became the goal. That was the goal rather than the, the inspiration, rather than uh, the traditional things that people would go for. Thank you, Trisha. I appreciate your story and how you really set out to do something that you were passionate about, not just like you said, everybody's chasing the money. And I think that's where people find their success and their, their true joy in life. So thank you for sharing that. Trish, talk to us a little bit on your latest project you're working on. So um, as I mentioned, as a journalist, the more I learned about environmental problems, the more I realized that we needed to act fast to make the changes that were necessary. Uh, but it was always really, really difficult to get publishers to carry the stories. Nobody wanted to hear about polluted water or, um, you know, things that might influence real estate development or, you know, aggravate the advertisers in the magazines or the newspapers, wherever we were writing. So that became a, a challenge, a super challenge. I would tuck environmental information into travel stories or tuck it into stories about kids in school and the projects they were doing at the science fair, uh, things like that. And then I was still found myself wondering, how can I, this is so important. 
the more work I do, the more I realize how really vital and essential this is to our, our, our survival. How do I get this message across to the public? Uh, if, especially if, you know, I can't do it through the traditional channels that I'm, I'm working in in journalism. And so I created something called Go Green Gift, which was uh, an organic grocery bag. And this is, oh, gosh, at least 20 years ago, maybe 25 years ago, created this organic cotton grocery bag with organic coffee, uh, CFL bulbs, herbal salves, you know, all kinds of things to along with stories that I had written about why it's important to stay away from synthetic petrochemicals or from uh, pesticides and herbicides in your food and water and coffee and drink. And, you know, why do we want to use a cloth bag instead of a plastic bag? So, uh, and, and then I gave that to members of my family for the holidays and my family had not much knowledge about this kind of stuff. And they were in the camp um, which uh, was kind of prevalent at that time of, you know, oh, that's BS. We don't have to pay any attention to it. But they liked the product that I gave them. So they loved that. And that inspired me to keep finding other ways to reach the public. And so ultimately, I'd written a couple of books about green stuff and realized well, nobody's really going to read those books unless they care. How can I get their attention? Uh, maybe I can showcase the work of other journalists and thereby multiply the pieces of information that I'm getting out to the public. So I started aggregating environmental news on a Go Green Nation uh, website that we created. And from there, um, I decided to showcase the work of filmmakers. And so we're now receiving films at Cinema Verde from all over the world. And they tell the various mini stories about environmental destruction that's occurring and uh, ways that we can help to resolve those problems. Thank you. I appreciate the backdrop and where you started and where you landed today. So thank you again. And Trish, are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies within your business? You know, if not, maybe you found some cool tool or app that you really found useful for what you're doing. It's funny because, you know, I'm a writer and that, yes, I have stayed up to date with computers and, you know, learned how to use them as the time went on. And in many ways, they've been wonderful uh, tools for me. But on the other hand, I'm not a tech person. However, Technology has made it possible for us to take Cinema Verde, which is an environmental film festival uh, running for 13 years. Um, in fact, I might mention, so, well, we've evolved that into a channel. So now we have uh, the very best environmental news channel on the market today, bar none. Uh, we've got full huge library of films from our 13 year festival career. And um, we've got a forum where people can discuss those films and maybe, you know, go beyond, isn't that an interesting film to, all right, now look, there's this huge problem. What can we do? Who's doing it? Let's get everybody involved. Let's make, let's use this to make the changes that need to be made. Uh, technology has, has really made that possible for us, Brian. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing 
you know, we are a technology publication and we like to really understand what everybody's doing as far as their tech, because our audience loves to hear some of the new and emerging technologies that do come out. So thank you. And Trish, last question for you today. Can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either journalism or film or entrepreneurship? One of those three. So it sounds like a cliche, but it's what I said before that uh, it's not necessarily a prescription for wealth. That's for sure. But it's so important to follow your heart. You're going to spend most of your life working and it really needs to be doing something that matters to you. So you don't have to drag yourself out of bed every day. Instead, you're facing new challenges with joy and the pleasure of resolving the problems that you identify that are important. And I think that that's it all the way. Being in charge of your own time and responsible to yourself for your success is essential for your own sense of self-worth and satisfaction. And I think that uh, as much as everyone berates the pandemic and, oh, woe is us for having gone through all of this, it's brought a lot of real positives to us because now many more people have discovered that they do not have to uh, transit themselves to some other location every day to work under someone else's roof in a cubicle. You can get your work done at home. You can do a good job. It's up to you. If you want to take advantage of that opportunity and make that work, it's there for you. And I'm really glad that a lot of people have had the chance to discover that thanks to the pandemic. So lately, working in the environmental field, I've felt um, a little bit uh, uh, verging on, you know, hopeless. I've been beating my head against the wall all these years to try to get the message across. And gosh, we're just not getting it. We're, the pollution is just as bad as it ever was, if not worse. Businesses are still fighting for the right to pollute instead of figuring out how not to pollute. So a couple of years ago, the theme of Cinema Verde that I chose was party like there's no tomorrow, because (laughs) maybe that's the situation we're in, unless we can get those guys to turn it around. So I realized there's really only about 100 companies that are creating the major part of uh, pollution that we're dealing with, and that's in water, air, waste, um, soil, which infiltrates our food. So about 100 companies, that's a pretty small number. And it's not outside the realm of possibility that we can get those 100 people together and say, look, it's time. Let's brainstorm. Get on our side. Let's all try to make the world a safe place for our children. So That's my goal is to reach those hundred people. And a lot of them are in technology, Brian. So I'm hoping you're going to be able to help me with that. With that in mind, I created a pass for any of your viewers to enter into Cinema Verde's channel where we have a forum and participate in discussions about how to correct the problems that we have. If you and your viewers would like to use the the pass, it's um, you go to cinemaverde.org. And then your membership pass is Corazant Perk Pass, P-E-R-K-P-A-S-S, Perk Pass. I think that uh, each word is capitalized. That's, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, We've got tens of thousands of 
listeners from around the world. And I think that would be great. So I do appreciate that, Trish. That's that's always awesome. It's a perk. It's a perk for me listening uh, or get, getting to share your story with the world, but it's a perk for our audience as well when they get something like this. So thank you again, Trish. It was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Oh, great. Thank you so much, Brian. It's a huge pleasure for me as well. I hope that you and your, your viewers are able to enjoy that and learn more about Cinema Verde and the other employee perks that we offer. Bye for now. Bye.